Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. And we're back. Welcome to Power Moves, episode 159. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Thank you kindly for tuning in to the People's Podcast. Joining me all the way from Los Angeles, whoop, California. It's the host of the Hunk Podcast and the strongest guy in the drive-thru at KFC. It's your baby <laughs> brother, Mike Brido Bridenstine. What's up, man? It's your boy. It's that was, that's the tr- that's the truest intro you've ever given. Me. <laughs> it am your boy. You're in a much chipper, chipper, uh, more chipper mood than on the pregame. We, we I talked to uh, Doctor Doctor Therapy Mike Burns <laughs> in the in the pregame. We complained about the entertainment industry. If you're if you're uh, interested in learning about uh, how horrible it is and. Um, a real honest conversation about what real fucking comedians deal with. You'll hear a lot about it on the fucking pregame, especially this week's. If you want to hear a story about the two of us being in a meeting uh, with the heads of a cable network where they stop the meeting and go, wait a minute, who are you guys and why are you here? <laughs> That's a fun one. In, the, a middle, fun day. in the middle of a pitch. Wait, oh, just two guys really excited to be here uh, that you don't could give less of a fuck about yeah, this. We're just we're just we were down the street and we we're having a couple beers and we're like, let's just mosey on down to CAA and then we'll hang out with Jason Bateman and have a couple coffees and then, um, you know, rip some butts outside in the in the foyer there. And then we'll, yeah. we'll just we'll just sneak on up the elevator and sit down in a random conference room and pitch a fucking show for five minutes before someone says, wait, who are you guys? <laughs> we both walked in, tossed our, t- tossed our keys to the door guy and go, I'll be back in five. Fuck. I had to confuse the shit out of him. Caught, my, caught the keys to my 2005 Ford Focus Fusion. What do I have? Fusion. You got a Fusion. Thank you. Don't give that out, Brado. People are going to see you around town. You're like, oh, that's fucking Brado's car. Get him. Don't. Oh, they might key it on top of where it's keyed. No, they want to get you. I hate well, you. <laughs> get him. Get him. Sorry. Sorry, boys. It has power locks. Eat my dust. <laughs> we talked about um a general sense of apathy that we're both having. And um, this is what I want to talk about at the top of the show. Man, it's fucking dark all day here. <laughs> <laughs> the lights never come on. It's just the f- snow is all turned into this. And I know there's a lot of people listening to this like, yeah, no shit, dude. It's the fucking Midwest, you idiot. Like, yeah, but I didn't deal with this for a long time. And I thought I was okay with it throughout the month of December when the snow was fluffy and the twink- twinkly lights were out there and there's Christmassy times going on. And now it's just fucking everything's dead and the, it never gets sunny. It never gets light. It looks like it's oh, fucking. It's, it's all fun when the snow is fluffy. Now that the sun is Carlos Mencia, not fluffy. <laughs> Carlos Mencia. I don't know how your brain did that math, but it, it makes sense. It makes total sense. Fluffy? 
is Gabriel Iglesias uh-huh. in this equation, uh-huh. and uh, the, sh- the shitty snow is the shitty. I was thinking of who is the shitty version of Fluffy. That's the math there. In case you're wondering if, if you're like. Mm, Racism on a podcast? I think I smell it, and you don't. I love that Fluffy just goes by Fluffy now. I don't even remember what his fucking name is. Gabriel Iglesias. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, you did say that. Wait, name. is that his name? Is that his name? Yes, that's his name. But he has like some food show now. He just goes by Fluffy. Where it's just like he goes by Fluffy. It's like called was like hosted by Fluffy. And fl- I think I saw like Troy Conrad's takes photos for him, like like is his photographer. Mm-hmm. And it's like that that dude is like plays Dodger Stadium. That's what he's doing. Sure. He's very popular. Everyone loves Fluffy. Everybody loves Fluffy. I can't imagine going to that size venue and thinking stand up would be good in it. It doesn't work. I'm sorry. I don't care how popular you are. Fluffy's a big dude with a Hawaiian shirt on. That way you can see him all the way from the cheap seats. And he's up there eating a sandwich or something and complaining about you here four hour. I forget what the (laughs) that's not. Picture how you would have to perform. Picture how you would have to perform like, and I was walking to the store, and you got to do the walk all big and mug to the crowd. If you got to like, picture performing for like Dodger Stadium at like our bar. It would be the dumbest looking thing you've ever seen. Right, it's a completely different performance. Absolutely, completely different in a large venue. And I was going through my thing, big motion to the side, <laughs> big motion to the side. Right. Right. It's completely different. And you only learn how to perform that way by going through the ranks and slowly adjusting. Whereas if you just threw me up onto one of those giant stages, I'd just be so small. I wouldn't make hand gestures. No one would notice them. Standing with your arm, like finger fucking the hole in the mic stand. (laughs) I've got like five jokes where that happens. So it just... It would really ruin my set to be like, hey, what's he poking around at? What's he, what's he, why is he holding the mic stand like that? Guns N' Roses sucked at Dodger Stadium. It's too far away. You're going to have somebody be like, so dating is hard. <laughs> so dating is hard. <laughs> I had, when's the last time you had to change your wiper blades, Brido? Oh my God, never. Oh, dude, wife came home from a conference in the Midwest where they gave like freebies out. She came home. And she handed me an ice scraper. And she goes, I don't know what this is. I think it's a back scratcher. Wow. Some people my California no girl wife my California girl wife had no fucking idea what that was. Unbelievable. Because I don't even know the last time I've scraped ice off of my car. Well, I'd be doing it a lot, Brado. <laughs> so my my blades started to like peel off because they're old and they got all like weak and one finally just fucking came off and they probably turned the wipers on when they were frozen like a dumbass two or three times who knows so i had to go buy new wiper blades and put them on and it was snowing out it was cold as shit and you can't wear gloves while you do it it is the most painful thingy thing mm. think think cold metal and like pinchy clippy stuff that doesn't fit well and they come with like eight fucking adapters that you need to, you don't know. You don't know until you pry off the other one that's frozen and it's been there for like fucking five years. And then you have to somehow use your frozen fingies to press down hard on sharp metal and plastic bits to get this jammed in there while 
there's snow dumping on you and the fucking I feel it tension just, in my body picturing how this feels like it's I feel tension in my fingers I bet other people can't too this sucks it's a sucky it's, getting like spring baseball getting jammed on the yes. on the handle of an aluminum bat yes and you, your whole hands go numb they feel like they shattered like every bone in your hand shattered I know the feeling it's awful I bought them on Friday and went to my parents' house Friday night, stayed there Saturday, stayed there Sunday. And I knew that on Sunday, on Monday morning, when I was going to go and drive again, I would have to do this. It ruined my weekend. It ruined my whole fucking weekend. So Monday morning, I get up hungry. I'm like, I can't eat. I can't do anything until I fucking get these fucking wiper blades put on. Went out in the fucking driveway and just screamed and bitched and cursed and nicked my fingers up and and got them pinched on this cold shit. And it was just the fucking worst. And I dreaded getting out of bed. And we talked about the apathy that we're starting to feel in this time of year. And this is the general sense of the world, the way that it is right now. It's just it doesn't feel good. I dreaded this wiper blade thing. I did not want to do it. I probably could have had someone go do it for me. But then I feel obligated to like, I got to, what do you tip? What do you deal with? And then I got to go there. And then what if it's, it's snowing out? So like, what if I can't see? And I'm driving with like, now I'm driving with the- What pick. type of car do you have? What, what, uh, what's the make? It's a Buick. It's a Buick. That's so, dude, it should be like, I don't know what Buick's tagline is or anything, but like, what is Chevy? Chevy's like like a rock. It's like like a rock, like the Seeger, and then like it's just somebody That's changing Chevy. their fucking, just changing their wiper blades in the snow. <laughs> going, Fuck! But everything is like it's got this car's got all the hauling power, and it's got like a dude throwing like big boulder rocks in the back <laughs> of his truck. And then the reality is, it's just some like. Some some 40-year-old dude being like, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) Shoveling out out a parking spot going, fuck you! Like with a dibs chair. Close up of one of his knuckles with some white skin just peeled back and just a (laughs) slow motion blood dripping out of it. Him just going, (laughs) 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 wiping it on his fucking jeans. (laughs) (laughs) Like a rock. Yeah, just like with ice scraper, like going hard, like trying to get it off. You're like, fuck, Jack and Rack. Fucking shit. God damn. It's always like wild horses running in a field and like a dude like in the mountains with like hauling a giant ass boat behind him. Uh Filled with rams or fucking like like cattle. He's just got a. Yeah. His, His pickup truck has like. 10 steers in the back of this truck like they're dogs like driving up a fucking 90 degree angle mountain (laughs) yeah here's what it really is it's like like a rock it's like somebody being like can i borrow your uh truck i'm moving this weekend and the gate to the apartment smashes into there (laughs) and you're like like a rock you broke friend i can't help you fix your truck like a rock. can I help you move? Like, no, no one can borrow it ever again. Yeah, <laughs> and to reference that, you get backstory. While I'm doing an interview, is it the, I'm doing an interview with Vice? Yes. 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 I was in a good mood. 
I um, let a friend borrow my uh, F one hundred and fifty, which I kept in pres- pristine condition. That was that was during that. Yes, and I'm like, don't f- do not fuck up my truck. It's you know, it's oh my, my, my it's a man's fucking truck. I said I paid cash money for this. Don't fuck it like, up. Like, like a rock. Like a rock. And he goes, he goes like, I got to get a bed. I never, I haven't had a bed in like two years. This is my chance to get a fucking single bed. And I understand. I've been in this position before. I got this bed and it's the last day I can get it. They're going to throw it away, please. And I'm like, all right, my life's going pretty decent at this point. Like, yeah, I understand. I got to pay it forward. Here's my fucking keys. Bring it back. Motherfucker's gone. For like four hours. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes into the electronic gate and like pulls the truck halfway into the gate for some reason. Who would have thought, though, in fairness to him, how is this even possible? I mean, the, this is I don't know, but like it would seem to park it in the middle of an open electronic gate would have been a poor idea for someone else's automobile. So the gate mm, just starts mm, mm. one of these big steel black gates on the rollies just keeps smashing into the side of my fucking truck. Backing and then, up, smashing it again. And, backing then it, up. and then it stops on it and he freaks out. So he drives out of it. Oh. And it oh. scrapes all the way oh. down. I hated. I'm so OCD that I fucking. I did not like that car anymore. It just like I. He had no money. Man. He couldn't afford a fucking single bed. Not that I've been in these positions before, but I can't ask I him for a fucking two thousand dollar paint job and body work out of pocket. No. I can't go to my insurance company for whatever this was. This was like. I think about this probably every day because I pass one of these fucking things every day and it just pop into my head like that's uh. And I felt bad. I felt bad that it happened to him and he must have felt bad that he did that right. to my to my car. But but right. I know when he picked up those keys, he was hungover as fuck and I know he smoked dope before he took the fucking car. I know, I know, I fucking know, and it's not anything to blame. Again, not something that I've not done before, but it doesn't, it doesn't eradicate the fact that you fucked my beautiful fucking mint cherry ass fucking truck up. Like a <laughs> And I hate it. the next line. It would have been funnier if I knew the next line. <laughs> strong as I could be. Strong, strong as I could be. <laughs> Brido, good news. Uh, this was the shining moment of my day. I uh, I, uh, I didn't want to fuss around and make dishes. And I wanted to prep the show here, and so I ran to Jimmy John's, Ooh. and I got a they got you get a giant now. Hashtag not sponsored. They have a giant, which is basically two sandwiches worth. That's I mean Jersey Mike's got that. Yeah, I think they're they're competing with Jersey Mike's because now they let you put like um. Do it Jimmy's way. You're Jimmy it up. Jimmy it up. They say, which is uh, you get the seasoning. Mike's, Mike's way. Yeah, Mike's way. Jimmy yep. it up. They they'll let you do. They don't have that in the Midwest. In L.A., they would let you Jimmy it up. So I have it Jimmy'd up anyway. I just have to tell them, and then I tell them that it's you know this in the back in L.A. They fucking Jimmy it up. Have you ever heard of that? And they're like, no, fucking nerd, get out of here, fucking 
jackass. We don't want to talk to you. <laughs> so they in L in LA. So yeah, I, I so so I get the giant, which is like, all right, that's food for today. I'll eat half for lunchies, and then after the pod, I'll eat the other half. And I'm like, nice. can you cut it in four? So I don't like the big giant fucking sandwich. I like little bites. So yes. that's four pieces of this giant fucking, I don't know, 16 inch, 18 inch sandwich, like my penis. So <laughs> couldn't measure my sandwich with six rulers. <laughs> so they so she cuts it first, I guess, in thirds. And I see her like kind of whisper to the manager a little bit. I'm just playing on my phone. I don't give a fuck. I never get I never get mad when things take a long time. But the sandwich is taking a long ass time because I've only, I'm the only person in there. And I can see her fussing around. And I understand it's a hard job and I'm never going to get in someone's fucking face who's working at Jimmy John's. I'll sit there and be quiet and wait until it's done because I don't want to do that fucking job. So I guess she cut it into thirds and then asked the manager what to do. And the manager just said, make him another one. So she gives me the other one, the new one that's cut into fourths and said, um, I cut the third, the other one into threes. I asked the manager said, you can just have it if you want it. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> yes, I fucking want it. You be- wow. God, you're goddamn right. I fucking want it. That's food for that's tomorrow's food. So I oh my god. So I got like thirty two inches of bootlegger <laughs> bootlegger. Couldn't so- measure my sandwich with six rulers. <laughs> was so fucking. And I get that's amazing. I was just like we were talking. I was feeling bummed today because it's just shit, and I don't fucking oh, know what's going on man. with my life. And then all of a sudden, I had so much Sammys, and I walked to Jimmy John's because I can do this wow. couple blocks to Jimmy John's, couple blocks to the liquor store. So I figured I'd just have one little sandwich and then I'll go grab like a teener of Bush Lights. And now, but now I've got like enough sandwiches for a fucking Super Bowl party and I'm carrying those in the fucking snow and my sneakers trying to navigate around massive puddles and slush and shit. And I go to the, the, uh, the liquor store and I put these two giant bags down and the guy's like, whoa, you like, you like Jimmy John's? I go, yeah. He goes, me too. It's good food. It's healthy too. And I was like, yeah, it is good. He was very fresh. <laughs> and I was like, okay, all right. Now I feel What'd better. What'd you get? What kind, what kind of sandwiches? I get the bootlegger. It's um, turkey and roast beef, no cheese. It's um, oh. easy mayo, bread scooped out, hot peppers, uh, add um, dressing, um, add onion, add oregano. Forgot the onion, but that's okay. I made out on top. So that's a great trick, though. If you go, could I? Could you cut it in four every single time, and then see if they cut it in three? <laughs> I don't know if this is go, ever going to happen again. It's you not. Gotta like, try it. It's not. What like, if it happened? What? Hold on. No, what if it happened every time? It'd be fabulous. <laughs> it would be so fantastic. I would have. My fridge, I ate one of them. There's still three giant sandwiches in there. That's amazing. I like this story a lot. This is the best story that's happened on the show. Made me very happy. Maybe it, maybe you can get away with it every time, like on like Chipotle, like where you if you ask for half and half of the meats, they don't know how to give you half because of the cupers that pinch the meats, like the shreddy ones, the yeah, the yeah. the pork and the in the in the steak whatever they just don't know how so you end up getting twice as much so always do that at chipotle unless you only like chicken or you only like carnitas i would say get the carnitas and then 
uh, get whatever the uh, carnitas is the is the pork. What's the steak one? The shreddy steak. It's like an asada. Asada, yeah. No, that's just they steak. had uh, they had um, not tri tip, but they had brisket for a while at the one out here. Yeah, I saw that. It was so good. Really, brisket chip. Yeah, but here's the thing. I can get a birria burrito from a diff from a mom and right. pop place that tastes a thousand times. It won't give me the sour cream and cheese and shit, but you know, that's you all know I go to those places. Burrito. That's the only reason I go to those places is for the sour cream. <laughs> because- yeah, I'm, yeah. Honest to God, it's I want I, I just want a flour tortilla with cheese and sour cream sometimes. Right. And then the other stuff puts the other stuff. Yeah, on. yeah, it's the other stuff. But the but that, the real treat is when you get that white bite. Ooh, that right. white bite of sour cream with the cheese. That's what you want. With some like pico de gallo, like the tomato, little acid in there, and then the well, meat. Yeah, a little hot, a little hot sauce. You get the meat, but that you. But the heavy lifting is being done by the sour. Cream. That's also the best bite of Taco Bell. If you get like a burrito supreme. Uh, yep. The sour, yep. the sour cream bite when you're right in the fucking right in the heart of it. Ooh. That's why we always have sour cream in the in the fridge, just because when we get the, the Mexican food, the the authentic, the authentic birria products, the quesadilla and the burritos, like that's that we crave so much, we add a little bit of our <laughs> our English side to us. You know what I mean? Your like own we herbs and spices. <laughs> we got to add some white. I wouldn't say white, but my wife's not white, so it's like we got to have. The, well, she is. She is now. I tell her she is. Now. She is now. You are now. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I say we're a white family now. <laughs> but I'm black. Well, not anymore. We fucking change no, no, your no. change your birth certificate. We're yeah, going yeah, down to the courthouse. Yeah, you're with me. We changed it at the courthouse. You change it with your name at the courthouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know the Sean Flannery story about changing his name legally? No, but I noticed he did that on his um like his socials in his book they have a different name. I wouldn't do our, this to our you. Our friend Sean, I wouldn't, Flan- friend Sean Flannery. Um, I wouldn't do. Chicago, I wouldn't do this Chicago to you, buddy. Brad, you got to tell yeah. him who fucking Sean Flannery is. Nobody. Fucking- That's what I'm saying. I'm a. I'm about to, and I wouldn't do this to you unless it was a fantastic story. Yeah, because you know, but, you, I don't. When you bring up all, you just drop a name that no one knows I, who the fuck it a- is. <laughs> Granted, that's true. Right, He's well, a comedian. Okay, so Sean Flannery. He was on. Once- the, he was on the live Chicago uh, uh, Power Moves episode. So go ahead. Go ahead, Brad. He gets married. His wife wants to hyphenate her last name. They have a form for that. Sean wants to hyphenate his wife's maiden name with his last name also. So they have the same last name. Mm-hmm. It's good. so rare that they have no form for that. So he cannot do it legally in the state of Illinois. You legally How, can't change his last name. He, they've never even heard of it. A man hyphenating his last name to incorporate his his wife's last name. I like that. So, it seems to make sense to me. But what he can do is legally change his gender from male to female. And then once he is female, hyphenate his last name to incorporate hers. And then once that happens, legally change back to male from <laughs> female. So did he do because that? Because a thousand percent, yes. See, I would just stay a babe. I would just stay a chick. <laughs> I would never. I would never. I'd be like, well, I got the name part done. I'm not fucking. Like, what are you gonna get? What are you gonna change your fucking uh, your gender back? It's like, I don't care. 
I'm a babe now. It was all it was all like three pieces of paper. <laughs> like this is how dumb it is. Like, can I change my name to this? No, there's no you can't. Because of force, but I can change into a woman and do it, and then change I, back into I, a man. I don't see any sort of. And I'm not saying anybody changes their gender and do it. I'm saying this one person did. I I'm just saying I don't think that there's any um any downfall for me to do that. Maybe I should just do this change. <laughs> just a, I'm a, a babe now. Like it's an interesting talking point for um for job interviews, etc. Like, yeah. Well, what what not, you call I'm me, sir? Not touching this topic. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Oh, you can't I, see me, right? You can't I, see me. You can't. I, I'm, I, I'm not here. What? I'm not here for this. I can't be a babe. <laughs> I don't know the rules. Come on. I'm just saying. If I want to change myself, to, I guess you not supporting I'm, my choice, Brado. No, I live your truth. Is what I say. Great. Or my lie when I change my name. Live your live your lie. <laughs> we need to do the rest of the second show. I have this. Oh, this is just so left field, Brado. How many miles do you think, like a like a semi truck driven for uh, like a like an Amazon, a Target, a UPS, like that sort of thing, a delivery truck? How many miles does that get put on it throughout the duration of the uh, of the life of the truck? Holy shit! Oh. Boy, I'm not going to even come close. Type buddies who drive. Oh, a hundred, a hundred thousand miles. No, 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 no. One point five million before they retire them. In most cases, <laughs> I thought I went over. Can you even wrap your head? But think about it. Those trucks. No, I was a. Th- I was a. All I was day. A th- all I was a fifteen hundred times <laughs> uh, in the in the negative. All day, those trucks drive. All day for like years. Like 15 hours a day, like at, you know, 60, 50 miles an hour all day long. So those Mercedes vans, is that what they are? Sprinter vans. No. I don't know what those, tr- I'm, I'm talking a semi truck. I'm talking a. Uh, uh, oh, the se- oh my God. Okay. Uh, uh, you know what? Peter I, did hear se- I did hear semi. And as soon as uh, you said Amazon, I pictured, pictured those, my uh, penis. I pictured your penis, which is a thing that I do for anything. Which is semi right now. I pictured you having a semi, yes. They, it, My buddy was driving, and he sent a photo of the odometer. And he goes, this is an old-ass fucking truck. And I looked at it, and it, look, it looked like it said, like, like 110,000 miles. And I was like, wow, like that's, that's not that bad. But, but that, they might, I guess they drive newer trucks on the reg. And then I... Had to zoom in and like count the three, like one, two, three, one, two. I was like, "Oh my god, that's I, that's that's shocking." But then again, somebody could be like, "Yeah, that's what." But like, like a Mac, a Mac truck goes a million. Like they drive. What do you think they do? I don't know. Yeah, but like but your car only lasts like a couple hundred thousand, and it's straight in the trash, and, and that's pretty good. New but I'm not driving it so Bezos can have a super yacht where they have to tear down this ancient bridge in fucking. Did you hear about that? No. Uh, they have to tear down this historic bridge because Bezos paid it, paid money so that his yacht can, his super yacht can pass through this thing. Oh yeah. And then like everybody in that town's like, we're gonna chuck eggs at him when he passes. Oh yeah, he's gonna get dogged. They'll 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 throw fucking dirty diapers and bulk sewage and all kinds of shit on him. He deserves it. Fuck him. Remember when Dave Matthews band? Gotta get, uh, gotta get my super yacht in here. 
Well, fucking don't Dave, go anywhere else. He's such a fuck. Dave Matthews band when he unleashed his shit and piss from his tour van on top of that <laughs> boat in Chicago. Yeah, we did that on the program here. Did you? Real okay. disgusting. Real yeah, fucking gross. A- All right. All right. Planes. How long do you how many miles do oh, you think fuck. a fucking like a like a commercial like passenger fucking Boeing or whatever flies before I, they retire I, it? Okay, a truck is a million, so what, ten million? Fifty two point five million miles. Good God. This is something <laughs> that I've doesn't never sound considered. safe. I neither. I can't wrap my head around either of these things. I guess planes last. Uh, planes are. I mean, you know, a plane is old when you go on. Like, you can still go on a plane and have glued shut ashtrays right. next to you. Like, how safe is this? I guess it worked yeah. before, but it's got to eventually take a dump. I don't like yeah. that. I don't like when I see the ashtray things. A, it makes me like, oh man, how fucking dope would it be to smoke cigs on here? It'd be fabulous. But, well. I just, those are uh, power facts you can use. Let's get to some power news you can use. In people who no longer know how to act news, a restaurant full of hungry mongries got into a violent melee that was at a Golden Corral buffet in Pennsylvania after the slop house ran out of steak. Oh, boy. Massive melee, Brido. It's insane. This place is trashed. Footage shows the packed Friday night pig trough turning up into an all-out brawl with people chucking baby seats, hurling chairs, and throwing haymakers at each other. How does Golden Corral run out of steak? Fucking fucking shortages. Supply chain shortages. Oh, so they're like, I don't know. What do we got? How many steaks are in there, Steve? I don't know, three? I'm just guessing that's it. I mean, that makes sense. There's all kinds of shit run out. You go to the store, sometimes something's just not there. For a while, I couldn't get saltine crackers. I had a craving for saltine crackers, like a saltine with butter, and then you, on the smooth side, and then you put it in your mouth with the salt side down. Oh, so good. You put butter on them? Yeah, a little butter, just a little butter. Or, Or I'll do peanut butter, or just, or peanut butter and jelly, or butter and cheese, or like. A fucking saltines, man. I, yeah. S- slept on. It's a slept on cracker. All those fancy. And they're like at Aldi, the no name saltines, which are just as good as as the crispy fucking. Um, what are they? Sunshine brand ones. Eighty seven cents a box for f- four of those giant sleeves. I've been housing saltine crackers. <laughs> I love saltine. Cra- I mean, I had chili the other night and I wished I had. Saltine crackers yeah. or oyster crackers. Yeah, now we're talking saltines and butter with some fucking chili. Ooh, boy, that's good. That's nice stuff. Footage. I like to get, I, I use uh, Ritz crackers and salsa. I don't give a fuck. Oh, I love Ritz crackers too, but sometimes they make, I feel like the saltine feels healthier. Like there's too much buttery goodness it. in the Ritz. Even I though, get it. Even though I they're probably the, ex- put butter on the other one. probably yeah. the exact goddamn thing. Workers at the Golden Barnyard can be seen trying to chill people out while the place was being torn apart. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. If I work at Golden Corral, I'm going on a smoke break, or I'm just, hey man, if there's a full on like Allen Iverson bowling alley fucking melee going on in Golden Corral, I, I think that if you are brawling in places where people make seven bucks an hour, you should go to hell. Well, 
this comes back to this whole thing of people are frustrated. You know, they're fucking sad all day long. Everyone's bombarded with bad news. Anything can be the straw that breaks the camel's back at this point. And this is what it was. No steak at fucking Golden Corral. This is, but you're going to take it out. See, that's, people are pure garbage to the service industry. And it's like, that's not the, these are the people that had to work through the shit. Their life is worse than yours. You can't get steak. Oh, boo-hoo. Well, people are just, they're out of their goddamn mind. That's and what's happening. Society is, is turned everyone into ticking time bombs. Yeah, yeah. Because all, all the fuck, all day, there's going to be a war. Oh, you can't wear a mask. Oh, you got to wear a mask. Or why didn't this guy wear a mask? Where is it? Where's the next shot coming from? Did you get the shot or you can't go to work? You got to do this. There's never anything. And we don't have a normalized society anymore where you used to have quiet time. You used to, <laughs> you know, there wasn't five million things to watch at all times on TV. You, you kind of all hunkered down and it was Thursday yeah. night TV and you watched Seinfeld or you went to the comic book store and you read some comic books and peace and drank some sleepy time tea. Everything is just fucking like, like a, like a, like cat hairs with just all stuck up. Cause the cat's pissed off, you know, like it's just, yeah. And then when you go to scratch that cat's butt the wrong way, the cat fucking rah, and scratches your fucking arm all up because it's just had enough of this shit. And that's so if the cat if the cat just had three channels, and everybody who walked into your job was like, "Do you watch? Uh, <laughs> em- did you watch Empty Nest last night? Yeah, Empty Nest was Judd, dope. Judd Hirsch, man, <laughs> that nest sure is empty. Did you watch?" Uh, <laughs> Do you watch Dear John? Yeah, man. That's Dear Judd John. Hirsch. Dear. That's Judd Hirsch. I, I, I called the Audible in the middle. I try to think of like lesser known bullshit ass sitcoms that everybody watched just because they were on. Oh, I've been doing that a lot because if you go into classic TV on Tubi, it's all live TV. It's like watching cable in the fucking 70s or 80s. Like it's right. It's Amazing. it's free. Totally free, Brido. So that's what I've been firing up. Uh, I can flip. Today I watched Happy Days. I watched uh, Taxi. I watched Key and Peele. Like there's I, all this fucking, there's all kinds of free cable now where if you don't want to watch new cable, there's all this other stuff is just fucking free. I interviewed this guy doing this documentary, uh, Josh Forbes. He's doing a documentary about Gallagher, comedian Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like years oh, no, ago. Oh, no, no. Oh, the comedian Gallagher. I thought yeah. you meant the senator. <laughs> now Liam and uh, Noel Gallagher from Oasis, the center, uh, the center for the the, for the '89 Golden State Warriors, was that Gallagher? That one or the comedian man, guy? Watermelon Smash Gallagher. And I went to Tubi because all of his, all like 13 of his specials are on there. That sounds like about Tubi's speed. Tubi, uh, Tubi would do that. Yes. I watched all of Gallagher's specials on Tubi. You watched all of them. That's what you did with your time. No wonder hey, you're man. fucking bummed out. <laughs> no, this was years ago. Some of them are, some of them are kind of fun. You know, when he first starts smashing, he gets angry towards the end. You've met him. I think I was standing next to you. Oh when yeah. I met him. Yeah. If you ever meet Gallagher, he'll come up to you and tell you like eight racist jokes that you didn't ask to be told to you. <laughs> he said to me, uh, of course, our president, this is when Obama was president. He goes, of course, our president is a African-American. I just look at him and I go, ugh. Yeah. You're just like, what the fuck, man? 
you know, think I'm gonna this is this fucking some hillbilly bar? Like I'm supposed to be like, <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> Yeah, G man. Yeah, you wink wink. No, you fucking psycho what are you doing? Can you meet imagine meeting George Carlin and having him do that to you? Like just be like, Oh jeez. Tell me dude. some fucking disgusting joke. <laughs> like, buddy. Your grandpa. Come on, man. Tells you like the worst street joke you've ever heard. Johnny <laughs> Deeper. Like, no, George. The uh, the uh, company that owns the corral said uh-huh. this quote. There was a shortage of steak and two parties that were involved and one family cut in front of another family. They were taking their time and they ran out of steak and it got into a heated oh, exchange at the table. <laughs> yeah. There it is. See, I've seen this type of behavior happen at uh like luncheons when the big the big Catholic family shows up and eats all the fried chicken. <laughs> right. The big uh, the big the big uh, rhythm method Catholic family knows when to show up and save seats and people get pissed off at that big rhythm method Catholic family. <laughs> rhythm method family. It's, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, it's so it's so true. It's so true. And there was no rhythm going on. It was just fucking. You're just fucking a lot. And you wanted to roll into church. There's always that fucking family that comes. Thirteen sit, kids. Thirteen kids sit in the fir- front pew and like, oh, the fucking yeah. O'Donnells are here, and be like, oh, we're so proud. We're the biggest family, and yeah, you fucking just God, spitting them out, aren't you? You'd be you'd be in the fucking buffet line, and then the fu- and then and then the rhythm method Catholic family be like, oh, we're saving spots for my family here, and then like twenty five fucking little Irish kids walk up. Well, here's the thing: it wasn't just them fighting. It's the, the whole other people just joined it. So imagine you're just out for dinner with the fam and uh, some shit goes down and you're like, finally, time to get it on. Kids, you stay here. And then just full on Rambo. <laughs> like, I'm OK. I'm for this. I'm, I guess. Get, I'm getting up in this pitch. <laughs> you worked hard for that. Yeah. That's you wanted a steak. You wanted a T-bone steak or whatever they got at Golden Corral. Right. But people who already had their food and weren't mad at this started brawling, too. The footage of this and the the photos, this place is torn apart. There are ch- busted chairs, like chairs fucking smashed. Food. Can you imagine the amount of food that was on people's tables in the buffet. Like what kind of disaster a a, a, a golden corral? I want to say old country buffet. A golden corral would turn into if a brawl broke out. It's like so that animal house just, food fight. People who had gotten steak were still fighting. Everyone started fighting. Yes, it's really went on. It really, wow! Uh-huh. In a state. What do you suppose? Why? Why do you suppose that is? is? That just the stuff you were saying earlier? Like I can yeah, understand. People are just like fucking. Yeah, this is my chance. I'm fucking so mad. <laughs> everyone is the everyone is the Joker. Everyone is is a powder keg ready to explode. Jesus Not everyone, Christ. but there are a lot of people who are. I go out of my way to try and be extra nice during this. That's the way I combat it. Extra nice, lady. Come apologizing about my sandwich i don't i i don't care put it in the bag i'll eat whatever it is <laughs> whatever it is is fine the next person in line didn't get any other roast beef no one got anything there. because the cops <laughs> got called and they all to fucking split in a statement jk hospitality llc which owns the golden corral franchise said oh, perfect name just, for this company just kidding jk just kidding hospitality 
perfect name for that. No hospitality going on at Golden Corral. We are unaware of aware of a unfortunate disturbance that started between two parties of guests at our franchise restaurant in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. We uh, notified local authorities, and they're investigating the incident. Thankfully, no uh, serious injuries have been reported. Safety of our guests and coworkers is our top priority. No! Your top priority should be steak! If you had the fucking steak, you wouldn't have this problem. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. JK hospitality. Um, what is the town again in Pennsylvania? Bensalem. Ben so here's Salem, my point. Ben Salem, just in case someone's pissed. I don't fucking know. Okay, I don't know the population of Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, but I'm guessing that these families knew each other. Possibly, but one cut. I mean, they don't need to. The problem was that people cut in line. And then while they were already pissed off that someone cut in line, they dilly dallied and then they all the fucking steak ran out. They took some of the steak and the steak was all fucking gone. So that's where they're mad. Is this going to be just the, the norm now? Like, I don't think they're going to investigate this shit. Is this just the way that the world is? It's just going to be people pissed off and it's never going to end? Until they learn to stop focusing at each other and focus it at uh, the people who they should really hate. And then they'll be like, like, then they'll give everybody like a UBI and shit when they're like, oh, let's fucking murder billionaires. Yeah, the gov- of- government's never going to let us do that. They're just going to keep poking and prodding. They know how to control people. It could be a long time before everyone gets real good and fed up, knows that it's one big fucking conglomerate that's trying to fuck with everybody. Just under 61,000 people live in that town, so maybe they know each other, maybe they don't. Yeah, that would be like here. I could see that going off. I could see it popping off in the nasty... <laughs> I used to love cheap buffets, but now they seem gross. Like, oh my god, a buffet in a fucking pandemic! Get the fuck out of here! I don't care about the b- pandemic. I don't care about fucking germs. There's no fuck. You don't get germs from a from pan. You don't get COVID germs on on your steak. That's not how it works. Yeah, you do. No, somebody probably sneezed on the steak and they had to throw it all out. Well, they seem gross now. Like everything's always a disaster. Did they used to be nicer or did I just get older? Like, well, I See, that's to, what I'm... I used to go to that's Pond, a great Ponderosa question. and the shit was nice. Like, the, all the shit was all organized and someone was there cleaning the shit up and it was always fresh shit. And now it's... it's a couple things. I have a theory. It's a couple things. One, you've seen a lot of different restaurants now in your 40s. Like, you've seen really good shit. So you, for you to be excited and think something is nice. I, I went to... Um, like a IHOP and it was like, this is awful. Like this is like I not not IHOP. I went to Denny's and I and I remember Denny's being really good. <laughs> and my wife is like, no, it's not. It's not good. See, I think everything's just not as good now in general. I think that's what it is. Oh, the stuff okay, so it's gen- not stuff in general is not as good. McDonald's stayed the same though, right? Same ish, but I feel like the size on a lot of things is not as good. I think that some restaurants, hashtag not sponsored, Burger King that I go to all the time has been really, really good. And they switched, like they said, they switched to fresh beef or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I can tell the difference. And maybe it's just. I feel like Wendy's is not as good. And I don't know. Wendy's Wendy's is not as good. We've had, I've had this discussion with the boys. Will not be good. Will not be back. It's, it's great. It's too greasy. And I feel like it's all small now. 
Look at all these. Yeah, because uh, the yes. si- the prices are like the same price as it was when I was in the eighth grade. Somehow, like by the way, Chipotle is about half the size as it used to be. It looks like a taquito now. That's why you got to run that scam. You got to ask for uh, two kinds of meats. Maybe you got to start switching to three kinds. Really, just fucking yeah. confuse the shit out of them. <laughs> really get in there. Yeah, because the Butterf- uh, like some, some Butterfinger tastes different than when I was a they kid. Changed, Applejack. They just changed Butterfinger. They changed Butterfinger like a year ago. Applejacks are fucking different. They're small. Applejacks are. I used to love Applejacks. They're smaller. They used to be bigger, and they had like these little nodules of red, like cinnamon stuff on and now they're just like yeah. cheerios they're done yeah. it's good yeah stuff's not as good i think in general so, we can all agree. okay so stuff taco is Bell's like not slight. as good taco bell used to be fucking bomb it used to be fancy fast food that cost a bunch of money and now it's just the last times i've gotten it it's been such skimpy portions on the meat in there it's just like what is this shit just but i cash. also think it does i also think it is your life experience goes into it because when i was a kid like all the comedians would be like and i went to somewhere shitty like olive garden and i was like what is he talking about olive garden is fucking great but then i had other italian food that was really good and so i knew that it wasn't like of the same quality or that, whatever. that's true the other night I was at I was hanging out with the folks and my mom got you want Olive Garden uh, delivery? We're gonna get Olive Garden delivered. I'm like, when's the last fucking time I've had Olive Garden? And it was fabulous, Brido. I got was it okay. I got yeah. I got shrimp Alfredo. Like I was like, fuck yeah. it, I'm gonna go full hog here. I'm gonna get the yeah. the dirtiest player in the game off that menu. Nice got big the Ric Flair giant fucking salad. It came with breadsticks. <laughs> Okay, from now on, shrimp rev shrimp Alfredo is called the Ric Flair. <laughs> Let's move on. In carrying your own severed arm around news, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, otherwise known as OSHA, said a man who lost his arm in Lewiston, Maine, uh, did not work there at the market. In Lewis, Lewiston, Maine market, grocery store. Okay. So... The agency says it ended its investigation into the incident because the man wasn't an employee at AK Market, giving them no jurisdiction to investigate what happened. Was he working? Was he like, <laughs> but not on the books? He doesn't work there. But somehow they, they went into the store. They stopped investigating it. The cops might look into this. Yes, this guy went into the store and came out carrying his own arm. <laughs> Oh, my God. Like C-3PO. Right. Sorry, bro. Our hands are tied. Well, not yours. You know, you can't do that. But, you know, like, <laughs> tie one of them up. Oh, my God. The 25-year-old was saved by cops who saw him walking down the street carrying his severed arm, which had been, <laughs> which had been cut off near the shoulder. And they Jesus ap- Christ. And they applied a tourniquet. Hey, that dirtbag stole somebody's arm. Get him. Oh, shit. It's your arm. <laughs> Oh, my God. I love cops fucking rolled up and started beating him down. Fucking oh the guy was stealing an arm from that store. He he was bearing arms. <laughs> cops didn't reveal the man's relationship to the market or what led up to the injury, but did say it involved a meat-cutting bandsaw. Holy fuck. So what happened here? Was Is it mob stuff? Is this like a mob thing? Like no oh one's going to say God. anything? I like to think it was just some dude like 
just like we're talking about people losing their minds and not being patient or understanding how to deal with others in a public manner. I like to think it was some guy who couldn't get help at the meat counter. Like I've been waiting two minutes. Fuck it. Yeah. I'll cut my own yeah. steaks. Oh God. Oh God. I mean, those, those like those professional like deli slicers do have a bandsaw on them. Well, he's getting through the bone on your arm, the, though. The bandsaw, I'm guessing this is at, a, at the meat counter, like the butcher meat oh, counter. Oh, like I... <laughs> yeah, okay. It's got to be real sharp. But, you know... Oh, my God. For enough, not, to, not to... I like to look at the sunshiny angle of what, the, what I'd like to think happened. And the funniest thing is a guy going behind the counter to cut his own ribeyes... Inch and, a, inch and a half thick the way I like them. I like them thick. And that just has no idea what he's doing. Dude, there was a, that's okay. So there was a story like um, John Deere went on strike and a few of my friends like uh, work at John Deere. So they were like telling me about it. But one of the stories that I loved was that some of the, the higher ups were like, oh, you guys won't do your fucking jobs. We'll do it for you. And they started using the machinery and immediately all got hurt. And like a bunch of ambulances had to be called. That's fantastic. I know. Like, oh, how hard could it be? These fucking plebes, these more dumb idiots, (laughs) these poor bozos. And then they, then they walking down the street, carrying their arms. Trying to drive forklifts and shit. Yeah, exactly. It's really like a skill that you have to learn to do it properly. How hard it can be, these fucking animals do it. <laughs> I don't, no one's ever, to be fair, no one's ever at the meat counter in regular grocery stores anymore. Yeah, but well, you don't jump back there and be like, okay, how hard can it be, these grocery I, store I, idiots? Saying, I go to a small meat market because there's like five dudes, and that place is pumping fucking meat out, and they're fast, and you take a number, and they're cutting steaks and give you the chicken you want, and it's, I love it. Midwestern meat market is fucking beautiful thing. But when I go to like a big place, like a Meyer Thrifty Acres or in L.A., go to a John's or Vaughn's or what have you, there's never anyone there at the meat counter. Like you can't. I just want like two steaks or I want like a couple chicken breasts. I don't want the family pack that's twenty seven ninety nine of 12 pounds of chicken breasts. Maybe you don't see this, Brido, if you don't go to the store a lot anymore. But there's never a motherfucker at that meat counter. It's very upsetting. It's because they're all working the ice cream at CVS. Well, they're in the back doing or stuff. Or Rite Aid. Was it Rite Aid? God damn it. I fucked up the joke. The ice cream at the CVS or the Rite Aid. Yeah, that is a pain they, in the ass. Well, they, not, no one is ever there. That's not everyone. That's CVS. CVS uh, in L.A. I don't, I've never seen it anywhere else, but CVS in L.A. also have an ice cream shop in them where the cashier has to leave their station to go to the ice cream place to make a cone for somebody. I need a blue right, moon. I need a blue moon stat. There's only already only two people working in the whole fucking CVS yeah. store. Yeah. It, CVS is known for two things. Uh, the ice cream counter, having no one there, and having receipts that are three miles long for buying a pack of smokes. I don't want food from a fucking pharmacy. That's where sick people are. The, the air is filled with 
diseased and ill, sick. I mean, let me lick something. Let me lick it. And it's getting in the air and it's pumped through the air. And then when you open up the ice cream thing, all those germies, they all fucking fly in and they stick to all the Superman ice cream and the and the rainbow sherb. It's all destroyed. I can't have any of that. CVS, where every flavor of ice cream is germs. <laughs> in ice fishing prostitution news, Whoa. Hudson, uh, Ohio Mayor Craig Schubert, whose wild accusations that the school board members were all selling child porno, is now suggesting ice fishing in the city. Could lead to prostitution. Okay. People just say so what? People just so what? people just say whatever now. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's a hundred percent it. Is that yeah. it? Is is this this is never going to get fixed? Right. We're, this is this is the new political thing. How could you it's, fix it? it How could it you fix from, this? Pfft, Nobody trusts I mean, anyone. Nobody trusts anything no. anymore. There's it's a combination. I think there's too much information that the people control. There's no facts anymore. Reality isn't a thing anymore. There's no reality. They've, they've realized after Trump that they can just say anything and people will be like, yeah. Which you can and learn. That's it. Which I didn't fully get. Like, I got it. I got it. But I and I get it from wrestling. But wrestling, we already know, is kind of fake. But I didn't really get it until that National Enquirer documentary that I wrecked to you. What's it called? Yeah. Scandalous. And what's that on? Oh, it's a, it's it a, is on HBO Max. It's HBO Max. I never saw it. And you said it started slow, but I was like, no, watch the rest of it. And you see how um, Trump learns how to manipulate media, or he was doing it in little small portions before, but he really learns how to do it with the National Enquirer. And it's fucking yeah. fascinating. And it's taken us down this road where I don't, I mean, I don't know who to trust. Well, it's I, affected. It's I, affected. It didn't me. start. I, I guess it didn't start with Trump. It technically started. The real downfall of everything was the OJ trial and the Barnum and Bailey circus. You know, they made up a lot of <laughs> P P P P T Barnum. P T yeah, Barnum. The eighteen forties. Yeah. Right. It's 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 as tale as old as time. But you really start to get how that fucking works, and it gets navigated, sure. and it's fucking yeah. fascinating. <clears throat> I I encourage you to watch that. But yeah, I don't think this is going to go away. How do you, this isn't a fixable thing where everyone's going to be all of a sudden, okay, yeah, all right, we all agree that this that this place is where we all get the info and we all trust this place. You used to watch the newsman at the end of the day and he told you the facts and the stories uh-huh. and that was it, bucko. Well, how would you how would you get it back? I mean, like I don't know, you how are you I mean, Johnson and Johnson had to pay six hundred million dollars because they gave Native Americans opioids, and that's one of the people who made the fucking vaccine. And so it's like, uh, so it's like, yeah, you want people to? Yeah, get... but did that really happen, Brado? Did that really right. happen? That's okay. No one fucking, yeah. no one, no one will so ever what you would, on what's real anymore, and it's just gonna what get you worse would have to do is have institutions that people felt like they can trust, and they would have to slowly build from there. Because right now, nobody believes anything anyone says because everybody's just the greediest motherfucker alive. Right, and because we have a division, a political division, a societal division that people aren't. If one group likes one thing, the other group automatically will not like it. <laughs> No matter what yeah. it is. And part of this, and part of lying, part of the ice fishing thing is they know it's not true. They, they, there is no true or not true. It's it's owning the other side. So it, so truth is like 
just inconsequential as long as who wins the argument. It's like it's like little kid logic. Right. Council uh, Council President Chris Foster said a number of residents want to ice fish on Hudson Springs Lake. Ice fishing is currently prohibited on the lake. They worried someone could fall through the ice and the city would be held liable. It could also create an additional burden for Hudson's firefighters, paramedics, and uh, police officers, which this is just, again... Where do you get the where do you get sex workers out of it? Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that, okay. Rhino. I'm just saying this is the initial thing of why they say that you can't have it, which that's upsetting to me also, that you can't ice fish. Like, I can't fuck... You can't go fucking out there. Like, because what? Because you're going to sue? You're going to... What do you mean you're going to sue? You're going to sue because you went on a fucking frozen lake and fell in? Like, you're suing the city for that? Is that the world we live in now? Yeah. <laughs> you it, sue the city for it, faulty ice? No. Fuck you. In my day, people went ice fishing, Brido. They got drunk, they fell through the ice, and we liked it. That's how we yeah. liked it. We loved it. You didn't sue. Firefighters, paramedics, and cops weren't bothered because that person was gone. And we liked that they were gone, Brido. The guy got a fucking plaque by a seat at the local bar, and people told stories about the time Randy Whitaker fell through the ice and everyone enjoyed it and still went ice fishing, and some people wanted their own memorial stool at Merle's Tavern because drowning was worth it. If you just die regular, you get no stool. And we like that too, Brido. We fucking like that too. Now you got no stool. Now you got no stool. You get nothing. People fell through the fucking ice all the time when I was a kid. I mean, it's Did just, they really? It was, yeah, it was just a blurb in the fucking newspaper. Like, yeah, you want to go out on the fucking ice? Some people are going to fall through. You know, no one gets sued. If you went to the city council or the fucking whatever the fuck in, in Saginaw, Michigan, and you wanted to, like, I'm suing. I fell through the ice on the river. I was trying to catch some crappy. They'd laugh you out. They'd, get the fuck out of here. That's, that'd be the end of it. And then some, they'd go get a lawyer, and the lawyer would be like, I'm suing you guys. I'm like, no, you're not. Get the fuck out. And that was the end. <laughs> <laughs> but now it'd be all over the fucking we put this on Facebook, get everyone mad. They didn't put a fence, and then all of a sudden you'd have a fucking fence around the whole goddamn lake that it would cost the taxpayers a bunch of money because some dumb fucker fell through the ice, drowned, and then got a fucking plaque. It didn't get his plaque. You wouldn't get one now because you'd be in a punk ass trying to sue and complain about it. I'm dead. I need a fucking money that's for this my whole, family. That's this whole season of curb. Yes, I was going to drop that. The pool, okay. the pool. Yeah. Mayor yeah, Craig yeah. Schubert had further concerns about ice fishing. So now we get to uh, what, yes. this, what, it, what, what this uh, wild gentleman has to say. If you open, up, uh, open this up to ice fishing, while on the surface it sounds good, then what happens next year? Does someone come back and say, I want a nice shanty on Hudson Springs Park for X amount of time. And then, if you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem. Prostitution. And now, you've got the police chief and the police department involved, and when does it end? Wait, what? He thinks that if you allow people to put ice shanties on that fucking lake that they're going to turn into houses of ill repute filled with sex workers. <laughs> it's just it's just saying shit. It's just saying whatever. People just are fucking crazy people that are elected into these offices and then just say crazy shit because they got elected by saying crazy shit that people all wanted to believe and then this is what you get. A guy who thinks This is what it this is what it is. Do you remember when we were watching 
Bill Maher and the politicians started talking and everybody started laughing because he was talking like a politician. Right. And everybody's like, okay, so everybody hates how politicians talk so much that when one of them says something insane, it sounds like a breath of fresh air, like somebody's giving it to you straight. Finally coming with the truth. <laughs> I think that that's got to be the answer. But this this thing they're saying is so crazy that, that it true. has to be true. It, because It why? must be true. Because all of them lie and all of them say non-this. <laughs> I love that. Too. And then the other council person said, like, yeah, I'm not in favor of the ice shanties. Well, what the? I just... That's the, that's the the tragedy of it all is that we've been lied to so much that the biggest lie anybody's ever heard sounds like I guess that must be true. Yeah, like prostitutes, prostitutes go to those shanties, and those guys are away from their wives. They probably want to fuck while they're out there because they see a yeah. big hole and they think, "Where's my penis go?" And then uh, yeah, yeah, so I, I guess I, that makes sense. I get my balls drained in my car. Yeah, I'm not some pervert in an ice shanty. You're fucking dangerous. Right. Right. So, I maybe that's a thing. Maybe I'm gonna get a bunch of emails and messages tomorrow by like, dude, yeah, my fucking uncles used to go out in their ice, ice shanty in Wisconsin. They have like yeah. ten prostos in there. They're fucking <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's fucking weird. I mean, when you're done with them, you can just put them in the ice. Yeah, usually they fall in. Or they, they have a they nod off from a from a OD, and then it's like not your problem. And, uh, I mean, not, and that's how we not liked a, it. <laughs> Nine out of ten uh, ice fishing deaths are actually hookers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's just the way it is. It's the way it is. Everyone should toughen up a little bit. It's just I mean, absurd. Yeah, yeah. So last last fall, obviously we uh, we support sex workers. We don't um, wish them any ill will, and they should be legalized. Last fall, then we would have a fucking problem. Then you wouldn't even have yeah. this goddamn discussion if you just let you know, in the in the fucking bad side of town in a warehouse. You open it up a thing, and it's like a like a pot store, and those are fine. Those seem to do okay. And just let fucking poor old sad sacks go in there and get tugged off, or don't even have to be a sad sack. Maybe you like to pay money to get your weenie touched, and then just fucking go do it, because who gives a shit? What's the difference between that and going on a fucking date that costs $400, and then um, you get your weenie touched? It seems like the same transaction to me. How many times uh, do you think that the hookers say, like, oh, man, it's been three days. Sex workers, Brados. Come on now. Don't, we don't right, need so any more heat. Okay. So how, how many times? Okay. Uh, DJ, bring that back. How many times do you think the <laughs> sex workers, how many times do you th- think the sex workers are like, geez, uh, Ted, I've been here for three days. Is that me or the fish? <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. You took a lot of time with that. <laughs> I did it. I did. You wow. missed my delivery. I went up on my tippy toes. Oh, you! I know. I saw you came into the camera. You got. You really got. You really leaned into the audio. Well, I did some borscht belt material for you there. Also, a little Carson. A little touch of Carson. Yeah. Words, yeah. He knows you. He knows you. He shouldn't have said that. That's when he puts his hands in his pockets, does a little rock, leans towards the camera. Last, is that? Uh, is that? Is that me or the crappy? Right, right. It should, it's just between us. That's 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 what that is. You get it's a little sato voce, just between us. Look, look. I know I shouldn't say this, but wink, wink. <laughs> well, that's a really terrible thing to say, Gallagher. Look, look both ways. Kind of lean in. Kind of <laughs> top on your tippy toes. Just between me and you. Nobody gets to know. Last fall, the mayor uh, demanded the resignations of the city's entire school board because. 
for no reason. There's no base for this. He claimed a book that was being used in the high school creative writing class included child porno. This is my type of guy. It's uh, yeah, this is my type of guy cleaning things up. The book's 642 things to write about had been used in the district for five years. Before this controversy, some of the prompts were criticized as inappropriate. They included write a sex scene you don't want to show your mom and describe a time when you wanted to orgasm but couldn't. (laughs) Which, I mean, that's fine. It's a little racy, but like maybe just take that part out with a Sharpie. I don't fucking know. But I can't imagine sitting there in creative writing class in high school like, what? What? You want me to what? What's this? (laughs) Yeah. I suppose... Yeah, I could see where a parent might be like, what? is my kid going to do this? Cause like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with either of these things. As a kid, you do far more horrific things, and I think both of those should be, you should be able to express yourself and write about whatever you want to. But it, it is funny to have a kid sitting there. Dear Penthouse Forum, you'll never believe the case of blue balls I had in geometry class this week. <laughs> Yeah, I mean yeah. that's it's just I don't fucking. Know. I mean, you're if you become a right wing politician, you got to make a name for yourself. You, you got to say some insane shit to get noticed. You can't, you can't claim the entire school board is should be fired because and then attach their names to that you are fired because you are propagating child pornography. That's not true at all. Well, this is just in any burns in any negotiation. You have to start at an extreme (laughs) and walk it back to the middle. Well, that didn't work out. Everyone's like, no, that doesn't, it's not child porno. So, so it's some negotiations. You, you're like, I started a little extreme there. I should have started with uh, Hey, maybe we should take a marker and uh, and then we'll ease into getting that door locked at the Burger King off Dort Highway because yeah. you know that's just inviting um, a blowjob. I, <laughs> I listened to the Humpty Dance and one of them got busy in that bathroom. We got to shut it down. We got to shut it down. R.I.P. Humpty Hump, but I mean, we can't have our kids, our kids, our children, our future kids. My son! My, my, my son! Can't have my son getting a BJ in the Burger King bathroom. Oh, we'll never be the same. What? I don't care if it's if it's gotten better than it used to be. I don't care if Wendy's is worse. <laughs> the last time, you fucking, come on. I don't want my, my kid. Son. Oh, I don't want my kid going down to Arby's and getting his... His b-hole licked in the in the john. I can't have that. He'll be ruined. My son, my son's so precious to me. My precious son. Uh, Keep my son's b-hole dry. <laughs> to keep his boner in his pants. I don't need no one touching my son's boner but me. Me. You know, you know what I mean. <laughs> the shit came out my wrong. Son. My son. Let's do some power tube. I, I once again I've uh, and I think this is this goes hand in hand with uh, me just wanting the world to go to go away. I watch Rush Hour two, Rush Hour one, Austin Powers, Spy Who Shagged Me. I started Mayor of Kingstown on Paramount Plus, which is uh, Taylor Sheridan, who he uh, created also Yellowstone and um, uh, I believe a lot of wrote a lot of Justified and wrote on uh, the Shield too. I think very good. Very much enjoyed it. Don't look at the reviews. I think the reviews were bullshit, like some fucking 44, 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck off. And I told Brido how much I enjoyed re-watching the New Edition story, which if you have Paramount Plus, you can watch that on BET, which is a highly underrated and 
uh, bio series. It's three episodes long. If you're a big fucking New Edition fan like me, I don't assume that you are, but I've been a I've loved New Edition since I was a little kid. I know all, all about New Edition. I love Ronnie Bobby, Ricky Mike, Ralph, fucking Johnny G. I love them all. And you learn about all of it, and it's really well done, and it's just a thing that's sitting there for you to enjoy if you have Paramount. And I know a lot of you do. Here's what I want to ask, Brido. Are we at some crux of entertainment where there aren't many future classic films being created? So, and I'm just using me as the example, but people are getting burnout on like your favorite movies. So I'm dipping into stuff like Rush Hour or you're going back and watching Fast Furious movies or Mission Impossibles, which you probably wouldn't have done if there was an influx of new movies that right. would turn to classics. And it's like there that doesn't I'm not rewatching fucking Avengers 2. Like I, I maybe if it's on, I'll watch it again. But I see it once and that's it. It's a it's a carnival ride. You ride the ride and then you're done. I think it's shocking to me that when I was a kid or even a high schooler, I didn't watch a lot of like movies before I was born. Whereas now, like if you're a kid and you haven't seen like back to the future, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like like Ghostbusters, like all the same movies that we watched. I'm assuming that kids watch like also like the, there is, I guess Harry Potter and stuff like that, but franchises have kind of, definitely taken over so all of the classic stuff all of the good stuff is in tv i felt like um that show that hbo show where they go on vacation to hawaii white lotus was a two hour or an hour and a half movie that they stretched into a series right a mini series and it was enjoyable but it wasn't like fucking great and right not gonna pump it down anyone's throat like you gotta watch this oh man I right. got it. That, that, that happened to me, and I was like, this is an hour and a half movie. That but that, but that's episodes. just, that was all, you know, I've watched everything else. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I can only watch, I love Roadhouse. I love Tombstone. I love, but these movies, I can, I'm running out of movies that I can watch that I haven't, that don't give me, that give me a nostalgic feeling and a comfort feeling. So, like, Rush Hour, Rush Hour 2, I'm going to watch Rush Hour 3 tonight. They're fun. They're really dated as far as the wokeness goes. It's a, yeah. it's essentially an entire movie filled with with um, and it's not good, but some of it's a little cringy. Like Jesus Christ, I mean, lay back, yeah. cut out, cut out the the uh, racist shit. It's really not necessary. But then they thought it was. Either way, it's a fun action movie, and I and there just isn't stuff like that on the rag. And there's like Hitman's Bodyguards wife that I watched that's pretty good but it's not a classic whereas the the Even, ke- the chemistry but, between Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker and it's fun to watch Chris Tucker I'm like oh it's fun to watch Chris Tucker I am having a good time while I watch this but I think that now they would take Rush Hour and decide it was a series Probably and it was pro- it probably has been a series on CBS. Like he, we don't even fucking know. It was on like every, five years ago. It was on for two episodes. Everything that I'm watching now, like the shows that I was going to talk about, probably could have been hour two hour and a half or two hour documentary films. 
but they turn into three parters or four parters. Right. It makes more content. It makes more return customers. And also we live in a short time, time, uh, time span, short time, time. What's it called? Attention. Yeah. Attention, attention, attention span. span. <laughs> yeah. Like my buddies all show their kids a lot of these movies like Goonies. Like tonight I'm, you know, we're hanging out watching Goonies. I'm going to show the boy uh, Rambo 2 or something. And sometimes they like it. And they always report back. Oh, they got bored. Sometimes they're like, oh, I thought it was fucking rad and like wanted to see more. Like one of my buddies right. is um, is is introducing his kid who is, I believe, 15 to all the 90s hip hop that he liked. Like he's like old enough, like, OK, this kid, you know, he's a good kid. He hears all the profanity in the world. He listened to that same shit when he was his age, and the kid loves right. it. You play him like old bad boy, old Fifty Cent stuff like that, yeah. and the kid's no, like, but it's like it's like your dad showing you Led Zeppelin or something, or the right. Beatles, right? But I mean, even that, it shows me that there isn't a lot of new stuff that 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 if you show kids older things that are better, maybe they. We'll be like, why isn't stuff good like this anymore? Why is it all just poo-poos? I've been heavily into 70s funk music and soul music lately. And it's like, God damn, like with a full band, it just sounds richer and better. Maybe yes. you have better headphones too. But oh, I, I told, we talked about this, that when you get the new headphones, all the music, sounds, head, yeah. all the music sounds fucking incredible. I don't know what's... But, I just I think it's interesting that I never would have done this. Like I don't think I would if there was a bunch of new things. There's only so many movies I can think of that are like in the in recent years that are a classic. I would say that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is yep, yep, is a yep. classic great fucking movie that I will watch 10 years from now. I could watch it tonight. It's great. But how but there isn't like a couple of years. I mean I tried to do this. I tried to be like, what was the best movie of the decade? And I tried to look at like every year of like the 2010s. And all I could come up with was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and I, Tanya. I've never watched that. No, I did watch it. I did watch it. It's good. It's good. It's white. It's white trash Goodfellas as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I fucking loved that movie. Yeah, it is very good. But there's only so many. I like the Deadpool movies. If you want to throw in the throw the in the uh, the uh, superhero genre, like those are better. See, I, superhero movie, like all of those movies are not for me. I I did think that uh, the one of the last Avengers was really good. I like they're good. Um, they're fun. I like the um, the Asian guy. Uh, I can't think of his name, and I don't want to try. Uh, but the Asian one, the guy that came out, I thought was really good. I don't know. I don't know which one. Oh, was it? I was. It's a. It's a. It's a. Not a comedy. His name is. His name is something Asian. His name is. Yeah. Like, no, I never watched that. I didn't know if that was good or not. I don't want to guess because if I guess, it'll it just, end up te terrible for just, me. Just leave it worse. Leave it worse. Don't dig the hole to make worser. But the like Deadpool, I think is is fabulous and it doesn't really fall into the genre of 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 uh superhero films but again but i could be like name it name it name a tv show that's going to stand the test of time you could be like bing 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 sure and then i think of movies like other ones that could have been a classic but like kill was it kill the irishman the fucking or is it just the irishman the scorsese one with all the, oh, the irishman the irishman i'll never watch that again 
Movie's, I fucking bought that. Movie's, movie's <laughs> fucking, it's fine. It's fucking fine. Well, there is also but there's it's a not Korean like, version that's like better too. Well, of course there is. There must be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, either yeah. way, the digitization of that just makes it just, it's not going to age well. It looks weird. Just fucking don't do that. I don't know how. Put Get some makeup shit going on. Get real makeup. Mark Wahlberg's pretty funny in that. It's just not a classic film. It's not nothing that you're. I can't think of anything. In that okay, movie that Wolf, was like awesome. of, Wolf of Wolf Wall, Wall Street. Street. Okay, Wolf of Wall Street. Great, but there's few and far between. Yeah, but mostly, I mean, like I hate to say it, but I love Tarantino movies. I know that they're problematic, but I end up always liking them in the in the time that they came out. I like mean, uh, I like I liked Jang. I liked Hateful Eight. I like Django. Yeah, I watched yeah. Kill Bill one and two a couple weeks ago. They're great. Same, yes, fucking, yep. fucking awesome. What What are you watching, Brado? Okay, Fat Tuesday is is on Bezos. It's about the '90s like explosion of urban comedy, specifically in Los Angeles, starting with uh, the Comedy Act Theater uh, in uh, like South Central with uh, uh, Robin Harris, and then. It moves into the the show Fat Tuesday at the Comedy Store. It's a three-parter. I watched it all the way through. I fucking love this documentary, especially since I also love Mike Binder's Comedy Store documentary. And I don't think he mentioned any of this in this fucking documentary. But this was recommended to me by Mick Betancourt. And I watched it all the way through. I fucking loved it. Loved it, and and uh, especially great in it are like Guy Tori is so great in it. Yes, uh, Lu- Lunell is fucking great in it, and there's like so many people that I had forgotten about from Def Comedy Jam, like Melly Cam- Melly uh, Camarcho. Like I like some, it was just really pleasurable to watch, and like really neat story that I, I'm glad was told. I watched the first episode and I loved it. I still need to watch the rest, but it's super fun. It's like you said to me, it's a lot of the comedy that you like, and I love urban comedy. It's Filled with memories and like all the times I watched BT or fucking uh, Def Jam. Like it's like, oh, it's that dude. Like I yeah. forgot about that guy. I forgot about Guy Tory. <laughs> right. Because I got confused because Guy Tory has a brother named Joe Tory. Right. And I, I rem- that- and I remembered that, but I forgot that. <laughs> I remembered well, when I watched it. I was like, oh, they're, yeah, they're brothers. But again, this isn't like. This is before internet, so I don't have memories of just looking it up. I was yeah. like, well, I guess they're brothers. <laughs> one hosted Comic View, or right. not Comic View, one, one hosted Def Comedy Jam and did the, yeah, is he funny with like the head roll? And then one of them was in American History X, like in the prison with Edward Norton. Yes. Like it makes him laugh while they're doing laundry in that scene and shit. Like I just, in my head, I, was, I mean, they look so much alike. But one of them is jacked as fuck, and one of them is regular. Right, but that's very good. I mean, if you like stand-up comedy, then that's a. And I gotta say, like this Cosby, uh, we need to talk about Cosby. W. Kamau Bell. It's it's extremely pleasurable. There's some parts that are like hard to watch when you, when they're talking about the sexual assaults. It's like you have to hear it, but it's like I would almost rather hear the dissection of like his mentality. I know that the victims need to be heard, but it's like not fun. It's like, I don't want to tell you it's well, no, fun. No, it's not going to be fun. No, no, it's not going. It's not going to always be fun. Yeah, but and I told the parts you, that are the parts that are fun are fucking great. I I told you this that the bummer, yeah you had the perfect 
Yeah, the perfect line. The yeah. bummer for me was that, sadly, it would be so fucking pleasurable and good if Cosby didn't do all that shit. And it, that's yeah. what, it bummed me out. I woke up sad after watching that the night before. I binged the whole thing. And what's it called? What's the proper name? We need to talk about Cosby. And there's still two more episodes of it. Oh, there's I thought... Four, four total. Oh, I thought that what I got to was all of it. Nope, there's four. Well, it's it's really, really good. And if Bill Cosby didn't do that shit, it was just like, it was a trip down memory lane of like, oh, Cosby did all this. Oh, he did all this shit. It would have been such a good biopic, but it's just... Every time you start to feel good about some nostalgia about the Cosby show or Fat Albert, boom, they fucking smack you in the face and remind you that this isn't just a good time, feel good fucking talk. Yeah, it's but the parts that are when they analyze his career are very much fascinating. And of course, the when the women get their stories, it's like that really grounds it and makes it real as fuck. But it's also I'm not going to lie and say that that part's fun. It's like. Yes, you should see Schindler's List, but you never want to watch it ever again after it's, you it's, see it. Type it of thing. It's very interesting, and yeah. and uh, you know, it it is what it is. It's not a not a sunshine and rainbows thing. It's fucking pretty dark, but at the same time, you know, we watch car crashes and yeah, it's like yeah. A, it, that that documentary is at least I feel more educational than the previous ones that have existed. At least this one shows you yes. more of behind his, his psyche. His methodology and everything. Right. I mean, it's the same thing as watching a serial killer doc. This guy was doing yep. all this with his fam, but then here's the things he was doing at nighttime. He had a total double life, and he had the same move for decades. For decades. And everyone, everyone corroborates it. And sure, some of them could be um just trying to ride a gravy train i don't know why you would do that but you can't deny that all of those people have the exact same fucking story and there's like over 60 of them that it's it's, it's like and it's all the same story you want to have the benefit of the doubt until it's like oh my god that's the same goddamn thing again oh my god oh it makes total sense oh no it makes a lot of fucking sense and i like in that documentary how like all the people who are comics that are on that they genuinely enjoy when they're shown clips of the old Cosby show and you can see them try and like hold it back, but they feel the same way of like, fuck man, this was so good. Why are you ruin like, this? Like they talk about Bill Cosby himself, which I am now less ashamed to admit. I never liked his standup. I liked some of it, but wasn't always the best yeah. thing. It's just not, it's just not for me. Like, it's like, I, I never, I like, uh, more aggressive shit, I guess. Yeah. But I, I like the records. I think the most, I like listening to them on vinyl because it was just like, put it on. And just some guys telling you stories while you're hanging out in the house. It wasn't like, yeah. get all pumped to watch it on TV, but either way, highly recommend watching it. it you'll, uh, it'll make you have some feelings and maybe uh, you'll learn some shit. Let's do some power grooves. Mine's real quick. My song of the week is 1999's Steal My Sunshine by Len. Wow. I know that one. Forgot about that song. For forgot about Dre. Forgot about it. Forgot about Dre. So I, I forget even how I stumbled on it. But, boy, it's a really good gym song. It's a good treadmill song. 
it's, uh-huh. it's, it's a good make you feel good song. And I think we all need a little bit of that nowadays. <laughs> so uh, yeah, sure. Okay. I'm for that. Especially when Ma- it's freezing cold and I'll never stop complaining about it here. Hear about it next week too. When I complain more about how it's fucking cold and gray and I'm sick of this shit. That's interesting. Cause someone, you feel like you need more sunshine. You've mentioned that in the pre-show and the so. show said someone stole your sunshine. I, I'm taking my vitamin D. I'm taking the vitamin D. Huh. Which I did forget. Mine is, I did forget to take today. I should I need to take that after the program here. My song. I don't remember what year this was, but I think it was in the past ten years. But it was my favorite song that year, and it popped up in my headphones while I was on a on a uh, exercise bike. It is called Ultralight Beam by Kanye West. I just love this song. That's a great song. It's a very good song. There's no other song there's no other song like it. And I like all of the little parts of it. I like the, the the little girl who sings, we don't want no devils in the place. We want the Lord. I like uh, I like the Chance, that song probably introduced me to Chance the Rapper, who I love. And yeah, it's, and Kirk Franklin. There's a Kirk Franklin part in it. There's a Jennifer Hudson part in it. It's a religious song for Jesus. And if that's, if you're going to do that, you got You better come correct on a regular pop album, and he does. I gotta add that Kirk Franklin song to my gym playlist. I think that would be good. <laughs> that would feel good. I think that would feel good. Brido, the host of the Honk Podcast. If you want to support Brido, go on over to your pro- provider of choice, whether it be Google Play or. Spotify, a lot of people are mad at Spotify, but a lot of people listen to the show on Spotify, so it stays on Spotify. So what the fuck am I supposed to do? And uh, or iTunes and uh, add, click subscribe on um, Honk with Mike Bridenstine. Brado, who's on this week? I hear it's really fucking good. Uh, Christian Duguay is on this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Jared Logan is on this week. Mm-hmm. Teresa Lee, Kim- oh. Kimberly Clark. Uh, Katrina Davis is on this week. Um, also, um, COVID is a hoax, and you should need to get hydroxychloroquine. Uh, inject that, <laughs> inject bleach into your butt cheeks. Uh, COVID is a hoax, and it'll you'll never get it if you inject uh, hydroxychloroquine into your butt cheeks. Who else is on the show, Brado? Mike Burns is on Ooh, this week. Boy, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. Stopping by to say hello, have a few fucking cocktails. I taped that back to back with uh, Monday Night Beers, which was a lot of fun for me because I got to have like three brewskis and a a couple fingers of whiskey during your program. And then I rolled right in hot, hot to MNB. Definitely a little toasty by the end of that. Brido, thank you so much for joining. It's been a thanks. Thanks for having. It's been nice talk. I think we both feel we feel a little better than we did an hour and a half ago or an hour and you know hour and. Almost two hours ago, felt a yeah, little. Both I honestly, feel better. Both a little bumped. Yeah, I always feel better after the show. <laughs> that's why, and I hope that's why you listen to it. I hope you feel better too, Danny. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, she's sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves. Sipping some natty lights. 
late nights and bar frights, rocking the Winston lights, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, just to a Detroit groove. All American dudes, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove. Just some American dudes, I'm making power moves. I'm making power.